0: Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book. I'm a registered dietitian. Now what? Where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with pregnancy and postnatal fitness expert and CrossFit mama Heather Osby. All right, guys, have you read my book yet? What did you think? I would love to get some feedback from my tribe on I'm a registered dietitian, now what? I know the book has been going all over the country and has even hit internationally, which is really exciting. I actually just mailed a copy of the book to someone in Canada. And a few months ago, I mailed one to Ireland. So if you have read it, please get in touch with me. Let me know your thoughts. You can find more about the book or comment About the book at AnnelizabethRD.com. And you know what else would be really great is if you go to Amazon.com and give me a review on the website. I would love you forever. I mean, I love you forever, anyways, but I would really appreciate some great reviews on Amazon. I was actually laughing at myself today because I posted a little video on Instagram of me throwing away an empty box of stroop waffles. Do the song, Another One Bites the Dust, because that's how it rolls for me on the weekend. waffles are my joy on a Saturday morning with a warm cup of tea. If you haven't heard of them or want to know more about this sweet treat that I am absolutely loving, go to Dalman's, which you can connect with them on Facebook at Stroop waffles US and on Twitter at Dalman's US. My conversation today is with one of my favorite fitness experts, Heather Osby. I've had the joy of knowing Heather when I moved to the beautiful city of Des Moines, Iowa. I was connected with her through a friend and she was going to be my house hunting warrior. After looking at over a hundred homes and then deciding to build, I think that's when maybe she decided she didn't want to be a real estate agent anymore. No, not really, but maybe... But I think life took its tricks and turns, and she currently has found her passion in the wellness and fitness world. She is currently a wife and a mom of two, kicking ass in her own garage gym at her local CrossFit gym, and focusing on helping moms all over the country find their own fitness passion in a safe way. She specializes in pregnancy and postnatal fitness, insert diastasis recti, and even has her own pelvis model that she's named Nancy to best educate her clients. What I love about her the most is her down-to-earth approach on exercise and nutrition, her virtual business and website, and the fact that she likes to cuss a little bit, which is also something I enjoy. She's a girl after my own heart, so please enjoy my conversation with Heather. Let's kind of just talk about you know health and fitness and all that kind of stuff is very important to you right now but where did you get where did you get the bug where did you get interested in it
1: okay Well, are we on yeah oh i didn't That's okay that. you can drink your coffee <laughs> totally casual yeah so i guess it was when i started crossfit because when i started crossfit i was selling real estate still which i did for 7 years
0: and when we, when we met, you were kind of like, you're in that contemplation stage of like, I probably need to be healthier, yeah. but I really don't want to be. But I really want to come and eat high V Chinese. Yep. And I really want to just go be social and have cocktails and all like six <laughs> nights a week. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was pretty much where I was at in life. And then I like hired a trainer and I went and did some workouts with her and I, I mean, half-ass it. Yeah. It's like exactly the best way. I remember <laughs> seeing one of the girls in the class using 20-pound dumbbells and I was like, that's never going to happen, you know? And now I like you know, deadlift 150 pounds yeah. or whatever. And it's You're like, like way over that. Yeah. So it, it, that's kind of where – so I guess to back up, I started CrossFit because I was out to dinner with a friend of mine who was like – I, who I judged to be maybe less fit than me. And she was like, which wasn't fair, but that's just the honest truth. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I am going to, I did this CrossFit workout and I was like, wait, what? You're doing CrossFit now too? Cause at this time, like everyone in my life was starting to do CrossFit. Really? And I was kind of irritated about it. <laughs> and so I was like, wait, no, you're doing CrossFit. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, if she can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. So then I went and I fought through a couple of workouts. And after, like during every single workout, I was like, I hate this place. I hate this workout. I'm definitely quitting. Like, this is it. I'm quitting after this. And then I would finish and I would be like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Maybe I'll come back tomorrow. And this kind of went on for a few weeks. And then it was like the bug had just been you know, and they are uh, really talk a lot about nutrition at CrossFit, or at least at the gym that I was at at the time. And so, you know, it was paleo. It was kind of their way of eating or whatever. And first of all, I couldn't even say that word. I was like, (laughs) paleo what? Like, what
0: is that? Like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, and then they're like, well,
1: you can't eat, you know, uh, grains or gluten. And I was like, what is is gluten? You know, I had to Google, like, what is grains, you know? And, like, you don't eat dairy and you don't eat sugar. And I was like, wait, what? You know? But I, like, everyone around me was doing this. And so I was like, okay, like, I could kind of get interested in this. And then I started to, like, this is going to be shocking to you but when I stopped (laughs) drinking all the time and they started like maybe I didn't even like go full out and like eating the way that they prescribed but Mm -hmm. I was doing better it was like shocking how much better I felt, you know, and I had kind of started to get into the nutrition thing a little bit before, just more like mostly just like eating some vegetables. And, <laughs> and this is at the time I was, I was juicing I that. That was the way to go. Cause the food babe told me I needed to juice. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: That's right. Isn't that crazy bitch.
1: <laughs> so, uh but, yeah, so I was juicing in some of that, but man, yeah, so CrossFit's really where it all kicked off for me. And then I felt like I went extreme after, like I got past the whole, you know, I'm not gonna quit anymore. Then I was like, you know, if I'm in it, I'm all in it. So I'm I'm working out, you know, four days a week. I was probably doing CrossFit workouts and still doing some yoga and bar, and uh, then eat like. I just wanted to be to be healthier, you know, to do more. Like if a, if a little is good, a lot must be sure. better. Yeah, right? absolutely. And yeah. so I was uh, exposing myself to, I think maybe a lot of semi questionable nutrition sources, <laughs> um, and it got to the point where I was almost probably unhealthy with it. Like healthy is being like a raw vegan, and and I was like nothing else is you know, okay. And like, I was mentally like really unhealthy about that. Cause I was like, if you want to be a raw vegan, like that's great. You should be a raw vegan. But like, sure. I only wanted to be a raw vegan because I thought that that's how you needed to be to be healthy. Um, but as it turns out, I like eating meat and I feel good when I eat meat. <laughs> and it's
0: delicious. Yeah, yeah. But like
1: the the sources that I was exposing myself to were like very extreme. And so I kind of became that way. And
0: so maybe talk a little bit to me, like just as a person that You know, you weren't someone that was really into the health field when you first started out. You were selling real estate. You were just kind of in that, I'm in my mid to late 20s. I need to get healthier. So when you look at sources of where you go to find your information, you said you were finding ones that weren't that great. So how did you find them? How did I find them? Um,
1: Gosh, that's a good question. I think I... I think it started with like wanting to drink green smoothies. <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. And like, so doing some research on that,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: led me to a person, which led me to a different person and a different person. And like, I mean, if you go down the green smoothie revolution, which I'm not to say, not to say you shouldn't, like that's a great way to get, you mm-hmm. know, a good, uh, amount of
0: vegetables, vegetables and nutrition. And, yeah.
1: Like in a good thing to have, you know, once in a while or whatever, but like, I was a little bit crazy about it. Um, you, I was just kind of exposing myself. I think to a lot of these like really pro vegetarian juicing smoothie people, um, and like one led me to another, which led sure. me to another. And I was also very much like you know reading books that I found on Amazon, and because those are like the cheap, easy mm. entry, right? But I didn't realize at the time that like any idiot can write a book. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, publishers aren't verifying that these this is, like, good information. Mm-hmm. They're just verifying that it can sell well, you know? So it's kind of like reading the front of a food package, like, and expecting, like, the marketing on the front of the food package to give you, like, adequate, like, nutrition advice. It really doesn't. It's not meant to sell all. something. Yeah. Same thing with the book, you know? It's not necessarily, like, what's, what's in it isn't necessarily, like, sound. So, uh and that's, you know, I guess now, being where I am now, I always try to... Like if I'm trying to gauge if I should read a nutrition book or something, I always like look for the three-star reviews and the four-star reviews. I don't read the ones and I don't read the fives. I like read, the, what do the, the middle people say who just find that this is like average, Average. Yeah. you know? And that's where I think you find like the,
0: the, real, the real story, the real you know, like, the is story. this a good
1: quality book or not?
0: So yeah. Interesting. Well, I just, I find that interesting because I think just like you're professional now and you know where you came from and where people are coming to you, where they've gotten their advice. It's just interesting to see how people get their information about health is crazy.
1: Well, yeah, it's catchy articles on Facebook now is where people are getting their information. And so it's always hard from this professional standpoint of like, on one hand, I don't want to play that game of like clickbait, you know? Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, like, Gosh, wouldn't it be great if somebody clicked on an article and it was like a blog post that, you know, somebody wrote or myself or someone else and it was good.
0: It was like <laughs> it sustainable. good information, yeah. Yeah, good
1: information <laughs> with sustainable advice. Well, how's that? Well, that'd be like pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I think people, when they're looking for health information or like they want to change their diet or they want to lose weight or whatever it is, they, like we talked about this before we were rolling, like they want this uh, perfect little plan it lays out and it's, those tend to be like very restrictive, um, but they're marketed very, very well. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Oh, I can buy this system for 79.95 and it will tell me exactly everything I want to do. But that doesn't really work in the long term because it's generally kind of extreme.
0: Absolutely. So like you said, you were extreme, you were extreme with your food Mm -hmm. and you kind of fell into that pretty little package type of thing. So How did that go for you, that extreme – you got really extreme into nutrition. Did you do that with your fitness then too?
1: Um, Yeah. I mean, I wanted to – work out a lot, like four to five times a week. Um, and if you're doing CrossFit style workouts with a lot of heavy weight, that can be a, a lot for the body, depending on, you know, what the, what the coaching is like, what you um, how much weight you're lifting, you know, what you're how much tension and time you're putting your body under. So, um, I, I was lucky, I think in the regard that about the time that I was trying to like push it more and more and more, I got pregnant um, and I, my body was like, uh, actually we're just going to lay here
0: for a little bit. You know, like I just, I, I you needed to take a break. Yeah.
1: I didn't, it was, and I still crossfitted through my entire first pregnancy. You did. Mm-hmm. Good yep, for you. 41 weeks. Because I, oh I went ten God. days over, you did, is, and I, you were still crossfitting. I stopped at forty-one weeks. Okay. At forty-one weeks. I was like, I am done. I have earned a rest. <laughs> little did I know, I was going to be like, you know, ten days post date before my child was born, and I'm never going to let her forget that.
0: But Piper, forever, you're going to be reminded of that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: But that kind of tempered me a little bit because I didn't feel really well the first trimester, um, and so I had to kind of like slow it down and take it. Take it easy while I was, and I was still like going, but I just wasn't going to like the extreme mm-hmm. that I was. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I went from like, uh, I don't want to say nothing. Cause I was, you know, like I mentioned working out that trainer very fast. Sure. Oh, that's before. right. You were the,
0: you're doing the yeah. trainer. <laughs>
1: so, and, but then I went from that to CrossFit. Um, so it, that was kind of like an extreme. Um, and same with my nutrition. I was like, you know, kind of becoming more interested in nutrition. Um, and then like went full on crazy and then, somehow found my way back to the middle uh, where it became like sustainable. And so I, back to being pregnant, I think that was the timing of that was like perfect because I couldn't eat I, like raw broccoli like when i'm pregnant early on mm-mm. gross you know like somebody i was i was craving um ae french onion dip like people aren't from iowa they don't know what ae french onion dip and is. it's delicious and it's, it's amazing <laughs> and it's like a chip dip you know and i wanted it so bad because i crave dairy so much now remind you that is not paleo no i
0: would say that is
1: not paleo yeah so here i or am or vegan like, no no it is it's not good it's, it's tasty but it's not healthy at all right so here i am like hiding out in my house like eating like excessive amounts of dairy because it's the only thing that sounds good macaroni and cheese a french onion dip you know this is all the shit that i want but like don't tell anybody about it because you know i don't i don't want people to like judge me or whatever and there's this hardcore mentality right like I somehow we've gotten this as, as our culture has kind of become more uh, aware of fitness and healthy eating that's been a great trend to see start happening but people are like hardcore about it and you if you're going to be a healthy eater then you're going to be a healthy eater 100% of the time and i felt like i had to maintain that that show for everyone um because you know heaven forbid people would you know judge me mm-hmm. for eating some macaroni and cheese <laughs> when it's the only thing i want to eat you know um so i like hit out and And ate that stuff and really (laughs) cared about what people thought for a long time. So the the pregnancy kind of tempered me to coming back to like the middle, but it took me a long time to be okay with being open about being in the middle of, you know, like where I am now. You know, I eat pretty healthy most of the time but like you might see me at a Dunkin Donuts once in a while
0: you'll see me there too because why not yeah (laughs)
1: every Sunday Piper wakes up and she thinks it's National Donut Day (laughs) She's three, um, and she is very confused because one Sunday it was National Donut Day, and we got to and we go got have donuts. donuts. So no, every Sunday it's National <laughs> Donut Day, and she will wake me up at like six thirty in the morning. She's like, "Mom, Mom, it's National Donut Day. Can we go get donuts?" I was like, "No, I'm Daniel Tiger, I'm so sleepy." Um, and so we eat like a normal breakfast, and then like for a mid morning snack, we go and get Good donuts donut. most Sundays, I and like it's that. fine. But I, for the longest time, had such fear, like. What if, you know, people that I coach, what if people who, you know, know me on the internet see me at Dunkin' Donuts mm-hmm. and like the whole facade is blown and I lived in that fear for a long time. Did you? Even
0: after your pregnancy then Oh, too? yeah. Yeah.
1: I actually, I think maybe like it's within the last six
0: months that's oh, been better. So it's, it's still kind of, it's still a little bit there Yeah. For
1: you. Yeah. Um, I think, oh man. Probably after around the time of having Lucy, I've gotten more open publicly. Like I was open with with some of my coaching clients about it because I was like encouraging them, you know, like if you want to eat a cookie once in a while, it's not going to kill you, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But I was still like I kind of felt like I had to walk my talk um, and eat pretty healthy most of the time and I just didn't like publicly broadcast I'm eating a cookie right I would publicly broadcast a green smoothie or a bowl of salad but I would not publicly broadcast the other side and I was like I gotta I gotta start talking about this shit because people need to know that you know normal humans humans, humans, eat this food yeah and it's i i'm way more concerned about people's mental health around eating a donut than like their you know their, the physical side of it sure. i mean it's like okay having a donut once in a while is going to kill you but if mentally you freaking lose it like having a donut like that we need to work on that
0: mm-hmm. not the whole like it's going to add 10 inches to my waist yeah. if I eat that donut.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, the truth of it is, like, if you have a, a donut once a week and it's, you know, an extra 250 calories or whatever, like, it
0: is not a big it's deal. It's not. In the grand scheme of things, it's not going to change anything. No.
1: No. And there's a place in your diet, when I use the word diet, like in air quotes, you know, as your overall nutrition. Yeah. There's a place for a donut once in a while. Should you have a donut every day? No. Yeah. Should you have a donut once a week? Yes. But, like, what is the point of having a donut if you hate yourself about it?
0: That's just silly. That's a good message. Okay, so let's talk about professionally, because you you said you coach and you're doing Mm -hmm. stuff with clients. So, you're not a real estate agent anymore. No. So, what are, let's talk about. Your place in the health and fitness and wellness world and what you're doing and what your passion is, since you kind of this kind of all became of your own passion for your own health and mm-hmm. now you're working with people doing the same thing.
1: yeah, it evolved. it's really actually kind of funny, so I found out I was pregnant and I was kind of getting burnt out with real estate at the time, which happened a lot, and I would you know take a break for or like take a take a breather for a minute go on a vacation and then like it was better but I, I my husband's in the mortgage business and so I was like we can't both keep working at the level that we do right now with like nights and weekends and that kind of stuff and have a kid um so he wasn't gonna step away from his career so I stepped away from mine and I was fine with that and uh I traded it for this which then is coincidentally I was selling Tyler last night like I think I work more than I did before, <laughs> but I love it. Um, but anyway, so I started, I taught classes. I taught CrossFit classes. I became CrossFit certified. So I coached a couple classes, like eight or 10 classes a week. And then I taught um, some power yoga and some bar and I
0: love a lot it. of classes yeah it was you <laughs> were like classes. working out how many hours a week
1: a lot a lot and now during when I coached CrossFit I mostly just stood around and yelled at people so <laughs> it wasn't a lot of like I did my own workout as well but I was just on my feet a lot and sure. you know a lot of yelling and like pick up the damn bar that <laughs> Kind of thing. Is it hard to get CrossFit certified? No, it's not too no, bad. No, not too um, bad. It, especially if you have a CrossFit background, it's a sure. weekend certification course. Oh. And then you're not really super prepared to be a good coach after you go to that. So it takes some time, you know, just like anything of learning, you know, what people how are to motivate doing, people. <laughs> how to motivate people, how to notice what people are doing, like that might be putting them, you know, at risk for injury sure. and finding the right cues to help them do a movement in a safer way. Cause like one, you know, a cue for some, Someone, like push your knees out might work for someone where someone else might need a different cue. Um, and so finding the right cues that kind of work takes a little bit of practice. But I was doing that and then teaching bar and yoga. And oh so gosh. I was a busy little bee. Yes. And uh, I don't know. I mean, people probably are aware of it. Like that doesn't, that doesn't pay very well. <laughs> um, it's, it's very poor pay, which is fine. But once Piper was born, I needed to keep like I didn't want to just be a stay-at-home mom. I want to do something. So I went back and I started teaching classes. Well, I was paying my nanny the same amount of money that I was getting paid to coach. Like that didn't make like, a this whole isn't lot of
0: sense. Working out well. Yeah.
1: So I took my business online. I was I put something out on Facebook randomly on a whim. And then I was like, hey, I'm looking for like five moms who maybe want to lose a little bit of weight, who wanna work out at home or work out like at a gym, and I will just tell them what to do. Like it's all like, we're going to connect together in a Facebook group, but I'm going to kind of tell you exactly what to do, and you'll go do it on your own. And then we'll check in at the end of, like, every workout or whatever. And I had, like, 15 or 20 people be like, me, 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 And I was like, oh, shit. Wow. Okay. And so it was sort of like it's <laughs> like, this, this
0: is happening. Yeah, I
1: took this first leap forward, which is very, like, I overthink about a lot of things. Um, So... <laughs> was surprising. And then I was like, okay, now all these people are here and they want to do this. Now I have to figure out what to do with them. So I basically took the same type of workouts that you would do in a CrossFit type of gym. Um, just these, you know, metabolic conditioning workouts, a mix of cardio and weights at the same time. Um, I wrote some workouts. I gave them them to do. They told me how it was going and we just continued along that way. And they, I was noticing with these moms, they were really, like, hung up and doing things perfectly. And I just naturally, like, my personality, I was like, this is not about perfect. This is about done, you know? It's, like, trying to be better than you were yesterday. Like, we're not worried about being perfect. We're worrying about, like, making progress. Like, moving the needle ahead a little bit. And uh, that hit with them. I wasn't Mm. trying to, like, say the right thing. I was just trying to like encourage them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, wait, this is like a, a thing here. People need to hear this. People need this permission. And so it evolved at first. It went from just fitness to then, um, I had a friend who was a professional chef and I was like, Hey, I have an idea. Like, can we, can I give you five meals a week? Like dinner recipes for these ladies and you can like write instructions for them to prep everything on the weekend. And she was like, Yeah. And so then like we started giving, you know, some, them some of that and then they started, you know, making more food at home and some of them would prep everything on the weekend and then some of them would just prep nightly. It, it was a kind of a cross a, a mixed bag, but yeah, then they started doing all this, like this at home workout program was born and it's been an interesting evolution over the last, you know, three and a half years. It went from like real, real basic to now it's a little bit more advanced. I have workout videos now and I, with voiceover work and (laughs) it's, it's crazy.
0: So I think that's interesting though, how it just was more of a personal thing for you. And now you're like, now I just want to, I just want to help people kind of navigate the same journey you kind of had, like, but the right way, right. Not doing all this crazy food stuff and not doing all this crazy workout stuff. And, and that was the thing
1: that like, I was, I ran into at first, I noticed like people want to buy these like $79 programs, right? You know, or this $29.95, this pretty little binder um, that tells you exactly what to do. And like I said earlier, I think it makes people stupider, you know, (laughs) because it's like you are not learning anything Mm -hmm. and you are going you know, balls to the wall, this super intense eating and exercise regime, you know, and you're white knuckling your way through that. And that's going to work for you. You will see results from that mm-hmm. 100%. If you restrict your calories and you start exercising in the short term, you are going to see results from that. It is not going to last because it's like you're relying on willpower to make this happen and like willpower is a finite resource like there is going to be a moment where the dog is going to piss on the floor and your baby is going to slip in it and like 37 you know your kid your other kid is screaming and your house is a train wreck and you're going to be like fuck it and you're going to open a bag of oreos and you're not going to stop until it's gone because you haven't learned anything you know, and you've just, you've, you've learned to follow a plan. You haven't actually
0: learned how to live like this sustainable lifestyle. Right. And oh, take care of yourself like mentally, like you them. just said, like that whole scenario, if you're not taking care of yourself mentally, everything's going to fall apart. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> it's
1: just been, uh, I, I like teaching people a different way and my way is not sexy. You know, it is not, it is not sexy to think about like, this week, we're just going to focus on like getting three days a week of exercise in. And then, you know, if that goes well, then we'll add another thing next week and then another thing and another thing. And over time, I've seen the people who do this and their change is monumental. I went from having a mom, which was my very first mom who signed up for my program, who I knew from college, and she couldn't do a burpee. I told her to do a burpee the first day. And she was like, what?
0: What's that? Yeah. And I was like, you
1: just lay down on the ground and then you sneak yourself up and then you jump and clap. And she was like, there will be no laying on the ground and jumping and clapping. I don't know who you think I am. And I was like, okay. So I had to like regress her way down. Like she stepped back to a plank and then she stepped back, you know, her feet forward. And then she stood up There was no jumping. There was nothing like real, there was no spring in this chicken, right? (laughs) And, um, but she was, she was trying and she didn't mess with her food at all. She just kept eating the same way she had uh, always eaten for six weeks, but she just focused on her exercise. And then at the end of six weeks, like she was, you know, getting a little, these burpees were getting a little bit easier. This movements were getting a little bit easier. So then she decided, I'm just going to work on my breakfast, And she kind of changed the way she ate for breakfast. Instead of having a bagel on her way out the door to work, we started making some eggs. And we started, you know, having some chicken sausage once in a while and eating more protein. And then, like, we just made changes over time. And this girl who couldn't do a burpee, like, a year and a half later, ran a half marathon.
0: Oh, my god! Yeah.
1: It was insane. And, like, she showed me her before and after photos And like yeah, she had weight loss, and that was great. But you look at one like the photo on the left, which is her before photo, and the photo on the right. And maybe some people, the first thing they would notice was the weight loss. But the first thing I noticed was the joy in her face, and like the brightness in her eyes, and, and yeah. And she was just so like her, she had all this self-esteem. She wasn't like super self-conscious about herself anymore. And that, like, that's what I'm looking for, you know,
0: internal, like support that they people don't get with those pretty little packages. No, they don't, (laughs) they don't,
1: not for the long term anyway. Mm -hmm. So like her results, you know, they, it took a long time, but it's sustainable. Like I've taught her things that, you know, she can now do it on her own and she enjoys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and that's where, I mean, it's like, I kind of want to train myself out of a job almost like there will be people who stay with me for a long time because they just always want me to write their workouts and that's fine. But from a nutrition standpoint, I don't want to work with people forever on this. I want you to know what, like what a healthy meal looks like, what balance looks like, you know, I want you to know how to eat a cookie and not hate yourself tomorrow for it.
0: I like that message
1: because yeah. it's so true. It's like so true. You can
0: do burpees and you can still eat a cookie in the same day. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to do. And you can eat a
1: cookie and you don't have to go do extra burpees No, you ate the cookie. Because I get a lot of that. Yeah. I get a lot of how many burpees do I have to do to drink a pumpkin spice latte? Like
0: oh, my gosh. Zero.
1: <laughs>
0: zero. Because You're you like none. None of the burpees. You know? I mean... Do you, did you do all this stuff like, so with her, or was this all online working mm-hmm. with her? Yeah, yeah everything was so online. are these people all over the country or um, they local? Can be. They can They Yeah,
1: it seems like my base is really strong here in the Des Moines area. I've mm-hmm. had people um, from Florida, from Georgia, from Minnesota, um, but they all kind of have some sort of Iowa connection, connection generally. Yeah. That's yeah. how they kind of find you yeah. probably. It the- could definitely grow and be like, you do not need to be here local at all to do it. It just sort of seems like
0: that's where my base is. So you kind of focus on, is it moms that you like to focus on the most? Yeah. Is that kind yeah. of your specialty?
1: I get a lot of emails from people. who are like, I'm not a mom. Can <laughs> I do, like, I have this fitness challenge that's happening next week, and I have a mom. I was like, I'm a dog mom, but not a, like, human mom. But I really want to do your challenge. I'm like, yeah, come on in. But, yeah, moms are kind of my sweet spot because Because I, you're a mom yourself. You're a mom. Yeah. And I understand, like, I was totally that – person I'm so like ashamed of this but like not really uh when I was like 28 I was like I am not gonna be like one of those moms that wears yoga pants and like doesn't have her shit together and (laughs) these kids are like freaking out and she can't get to the like I will get to the gym Five days a week, exactly like I did before. I will still make healthy meals. My kids will not do that, you know. Sure. Oh yeah. my God, I was so gross. <laughs> and now I'm like the opposite of everything. I'm sitting here in yoga
0: pants. <laughs> Which are pink and cute, by They're the pink. way. Yeah.
1: But like I wore pants the other day with a button for like four hours and I was like, you're dying. Can't you're like, this is do not my this. jam. <laughs> yeah. Like I have times where I'm like, I just can't get to the gym because like my kid woke up
0: three times last night and she's crazy and you're tired. tired and that doesn't work in a day when yeah. you're a busy mom
1: yeah so I get that I get that mentality and I am not going to be the trainer that's like if you want to make your goal weight you got to get that workout in today mm-hmm. I'm going to be the person that's like oh your baby is teething and she's been up three nights three nights like three times last night like why don't you focus on getting a nap today or getting a full night's sleep when you can get your sleep back like you know th- then we'll move on to the next thing
0: because that's, again, all part of that, taking care of the mental health thing. Yeah. Like, not beating yourself up because you didn't get a workout in and not beating yourself up because you maybe didn't have the healthiest meal. And just right, starting right. over when you can and when you've got your shit together, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: it's like I – there's this – yeah, when I when my shit's together, then I'll be able to work out consistently again or like when the kids go back to school or when you know work is less busy it's like we all do this right mm-hmm. every single one of us and myself included But, like, this time period where your shit is not together, if you will, like, this is your life, like, and you have to find a way to find some balance, like, within that. Because when we get to the next thing, there will be a new set of circumstances and challenges and roadblocks in your way, and we have to be, like, equipped to navigate those and have some strategies in place, whether it's, like, I will just do a 10-minute workout, and it will be something, and it will be better than nothing, or, you know, like, I kind of know that these are my go to things that I always do. Like for me, it's protein. Like if I just can, you know, prioritize getting some protein in my, in my nutrition, that's can be easy to do no matter how busy I am. And it like, there's a lot of bang for the buck in that. Cause it's, I'm less likely to go face first in this Morios. Yep.
0: <laughs> so your approach kind of really is just you know, making sure that you're doing what you can and being okay with it. Cause you also did that extreme yourself where you were like gung ho working out crazy. So, you know, it's not sustainable. Right. And so that's what you do with your clients as well. Yeah. Yes. For sure. And speaking that message to them. So how do you, how do you balance your clients? So obviously you've got clients going on all the time and Are they all following? Do you have certain programs that they all follow or do you create individual programs for people or how do you manage your business that way?
1: It really is a big toss up. I've got a few different channels. Like I have my group coaching program, which is the hot and healthy fitness program. Um, and the people in that are all kind of on the same track. They are, you know, they log in, they get their workout for for the day. They do it. They check in. Um, and they're like, Hey, I did my workout, you know, like this was my score or I'm just done or whatever. Um, And and they get their weekly, like, set of dinner recipes. And they're kind of on this track. And then we sort of talk about these where kind of where i'm inspired to talk about uh, about nutrition we kind of talk about that or where the questions maybe that they're asking me will like hit on that kind of stuff nutrition wise so it's a little bit more broad um in in it's it's more a little bit more fitness focused um and we cover a broad range of topics in terms of nutrition and then i have some one-on-one clients where we kind of work on the things that they want to work on um so you know they're typically moms they're typically you know experiencing some thing in terms of like the restriction. Um, I, you know, they are all or nothing. I hear this word a lot. Like, I mean, they're on the wagon and I'm doing all the things or I'm off the wagon and I'm eating all the things. <laughs> and I try to like help them find that middle ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have my whole postpartum and pregnancy side of my business, which, uh, along the way, if anyone's been in a CrossFit gym, they'll know that, uh, it's very common at the beginning of a CrossFit workout to hear like, they're to see a line at the door for the bathroom because all the moms are like I gotta pee before we get started because I'm gonna pee my pants when I do the double unders or when I do box jumps or when I run or whatever and I saw this happen first when I was not pregnant and I was like what is is going on yeah (laughs) and then I had a baby and I was like now I get it and there's just a a better way um and so this you know the whole like leaking pee when you exercise or having like a, a diastasis that won't heal which is an abdominal separation um, with some weakened connective tissue in between it. Um, this is all like really common stuff that we're seeing. And with people taking a more like active interest in intense exercise, these issues are getting worse and people don't know how to rehab themselves. They don't know what to do. There's a lot of terrible programs and terrible advice on the internet as to how to fix this. And, um, no one's really encouraging women like to exercise intensely, Or, like, how to exercise intensely in their pregnancy in a way that is setting your body, your postpartum body up to function well. Um, And no one's, like, tempering uh, tempering women who are coming back to, like, crossfit and intense exercise post-baby to be like, okay, I know you want to, you know, do one or two times your body weight deadlift again but like first we're gonna start with some body weight like rdls or like some some basic stuff like helping them build a foundation and progressively get back to where they want to go there's just this kind of mentality of like okay i was cleared by my doctor at six weeks and now i'm gonna go back at it uh you know intensely and uh, me i'm like no 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 no." so i got really passionate about this when i um did a lot of things, like all the things wrong when my Did you have it yourself? Um, I had... With Piper, I was very lucky. I did a lot of dumb shit and I was fine. I mean, I definitely felt like I had to like pee a lot. Um, But Mm -hmm. I I wasn't, it was pretty manageable with Lucy. It manifested my second child. It manifested with like some really bad back pain, um, which low back pain goes hand in hand with a lot of these dysfunctions. Um, and at five weeks postpartum, I tried to do power cleans. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Before I had, had a weight that was I, it was a, there was a 55 pound barbell sitting on the ground. I was working out with some friends. They were doing, um, 55 pound cleans in a workout. And I was like, that's super light. Like I can do that because in my pre-pregnancy mind, I'm like, that sure. is super light. Yeah. So I walked over and I started doing them and I jacked up my back because it was, it was still healing from the delivery. And I, I it had got pretty weak during my pregnancy. And, uh, I just, wanted, I let my ego get in the way and I tried to do what everyone else did. And I jacked up my back and I couldn't lift a barbell for, that was July. I didn't do power cleans until
0: January. Oh wow. You really screwed it up. It was a long time working
1: with a PT and a chiropractor and rehab exercise. So I was forced then to do the the rehab work at that point in time. And I, I mean, I kicked and screamed and I (laughs) bitched about it. I didn't like it, but (laughs) I mean, it, it helped. Had I, had I done the rehab first before I had done the power cleans, I would have been power cleaning much sooner than had. I just like jumped into it, hurt myself and then, you know, had to wait like six months before I could do something. So it was a, a rough go. And there's just like, I think a lot of moms, they don't want to be told they can't do something, but they also like feel this nut, like they want good information but nobody has it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I have to have the good information. I have to help these women. And I was having women in my program have um, some pretty severe diastasis issues, which is the abdominal separation. And I didn't know how to help them. And I was like, I don't like that feeling. So I went on a quest over a couple of years to like learn everything I could about this. And I'm by no means an expert, but I I do I think I've learned a lot and I'm always learning um, about it. And so I like that piece of it. So I'll work with some people directly. I get a lot of people asking me questions about like, I have diastasis. What do I do? Or, you know, I have this issue. Like, what can I do? Or now I'm I'm pregnant and I want to keep crossfitting. What do I do? And so I'll work with some people one-on-one mm-hmm. on that. Like we just check in, you know, monthly. I give we talk on Skype. I give them some ideas of things. I
0: look at their form, whatever. What they, what they're experiencing for symptoms. Yeah. And- Yes. And I think that's a good message because I think, like you said, you know, when it comes to being pregnant, working out, that type of stuff, you do need to have, you need to know the proper way of doing it because yeah. you can do it. It's totally oh, doable. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: And then also to do it postpartum too yeah. and not to hurt yourself like you did.
1: Yep. And I mean, the biggest thing for, it's hard to give like general advice to people about this topic, but the best general advice there is, is check your ego at the door.
0: The, I mean, you're not going to power clean a 55 pound bar yeah, <laughs> five yeah. weeks postpartum. You
1: should not you know, <laughs> like if you haven't spent some time like rebuilding, you know, some of your glute strength and working on some other things, we probably shouldn't start like a really
0: dynamic movement, like a power clean. Um, so yeah. It, <laughs> and even for like the non-CrossFit, women out there even just other exercise too mm-hmm. you probably need to do you need to approach it differently postpartum, yeah. for sure
1: yeah definitely and it's like you know there's this just this whole mentality of like i want to wait i'm gonna wait six weeks because that's what my doctor says and then i'm right back at it and some doctors will clear women for exercise at two weeks postpartum oh my early on. i've heard that of, seems
0: crazy i've heard of women
1: getting cleared um as they're leaving the hospital with their newborn and here's the thing like you don't have to wait six weeks unless you had a c-section you're gonna need to refer to your surgery on that one but like for a normal vaginal birth you probably don't need to wait six weeks to start doing light activity mm-hmm. but that does not light activity is not burpees and power cleans. yeah <laughs> light activity at first is like walking Um, and you know, maybe some stretching and maybe like some light rehab work. And then maybe once we get to like six weeks, then we start doing a little bit more. Um, and, and again, you want to be kind of under I think a good coach and have um, a PT that you're working with as well you know in other countries it's really normal for a woman who she gives birth her doctor clears her postpartum and then she goes and sees a women's pelvic floor physical therapist and that is not the case here in this country um when I told my friends who were like They know a lot about you know women's health or whatever. When I told them about pelvic floor physical therapy, they were like, What (laughs) is that? That's a thing, and I was like, Oh, yeah, that's a thing. And everybody, after they have a birth, should see a women's health physical therapist. And there's like a whole you know website, it's like Women's Health PT Locator or something like that. And you can like put in your zip code and find someone who specializes that in your location, and you should go even if you don't think you have an issue cuz sometimes issues like you're you know maybe only like slightly weakened and then you go back to intensity and then you you weaken it further with like some of the movements that you're doing so i just think hey everyone should go see a pt
0: and you actually took classes and stuff yeah. you like went you traveled to go oh, find yeah. experts yeah. in this to make sure you are educated and
1: yeah, I've worked with some of the, the biggest leaders in the country and well, there's an international guy as well who I've studied with and studied under and uh, it's been it's been a super fun journey.
0: Well, I can tell you're that. totally passionate about it Oh, I love
1: it. it. I love yeah. it. It's weird because I'm like, how do I pair these passions down? Because I'm so excited <laughs> about like CrossFit and, and pregnant and postpartum fitness. And then there's also like the whole side of the nutrition, which I'm mm-hmm. also passionate about. It. And I think sometimes I'm just a little bit more passionate about nutrition and sometimes it's CrossFit. And
0: Whatever you're kind of, the mood you're in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean,
1: I'm in a CrossFit gym, so I'm seeing women all the time and I have to like set my like calm down, you know, like to not be like, hey, I know things and you shouldn't do that because that's like the
0: worst way to coach anyone ever is unsolicited. I like, hey, I know things. Listen to me. Please. Yeah. That'd yeah. be a good idea. Right. So do you, when you coach your clients, you have probably tons, like you said, you have people that have never done a burpee before in their entire mm-hmm. lives. Then you have people that are probably way more advanced and you love CrossFit. So how do you, as a professional, find that happy medium and where to start? Cause you know, like I'm probably not going to be a lover of CrossFit. So Mm -hmm. how do you coach me?
1: Yeah. So it would, I mean, I generally like to bring people in the fold who have an appreciation for more intense forms of exercise. Like if that's just not your thing, we probably wouldn't be a good fit, but if you're like, <laughs> yeah, I like to get my heart rate up there and like feel, feel the burn, mm-hmm. you know, if you will, like I like to push myself and, and challenge myself then, okay, that's probably a pretty good fit. Um, and so, you know, CrossFit involves a lot of barbell work and a lot of, you know, doing things for speed. Um, and so we tried. To, I, I definitely like take it, it's, it's follows a similar format. Um, but it's different than CrossFit for sure. And so I, I basically like write workouts and I shoot video and I show someone in the video how to do like the particular movement. Like maybe it's, um, a, a burpee, like for example, and then I give like, optional modification. So I'm like, here's how it looks if you do it full on. Here's, if that's, like, not gonna happen, (laughs) here's a second option. And then here's a third option. Here's a pregnant option, you know? Oh, that's Um, great. Yeah, so people kind of have different starting places and they can sort of look at me doing a movement and then judge, you know, where they kind of should be. And so they get the full range of, like, okay, maybe I'm not here yet, but like, this is where I want to be, but like, this is where I am right now. And I try to, you know, I've demonstrated a burpee now for some of my clients. I don't know like a thousand times because they'll tell you I make them do way too many of them um but like in every video that I shoot I show all three versions of the burpee because there's just people we're all at different levels at different times and we need to be reminded that Mm -hmm. it's okay to like regress down so we just kind of figure out where you're at and I like to kind of chat with people as they're kind of coming on board and figure out their current fitness level and help them kind of find the the road for them
0: how do you how do you tape your videos? You do them yourself. Yeah, you do.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an interesting uh, setup. I you should have to. Check out
0: Instagram stories because, yes. um, well, I've seen a few of yours and I'm out. Oh, you're in your garage, in you my still, garage, you have like a nice little gym in your garage yep. of all your equipment, yeah.
1: And I mean, you say nice little gym, it's still a garage, like it is it, still, but it's not. Like, I think it's nice, there's like bikes in the background <laughs> and like an easel. The like, daughters might show up on occasion, oh, yeah, The dog, like one time, somebody was like, I couldn't really tell what you were doing in that video because your dog like set on you, and I was like, Yeah, sorry about that. I just really didn't want to refilm it, but I still had to. Um, so yeah, I'm in the garage. And then I just use actually iPhone. I use my iPhone. Okay. Um and I have like a tripod with a ring light and I have all these rather random lights that I have to bring in. Um and then I just shoot the video I of me work like doing the workout um with different modifications. Like so I'll do it regular and then I'll like, you know, do the movement with a different way. And then I do voiceover work. And so I voiceover all my videos. So that I can walk people through, like, this is what you're looking for here. Um, And so that way I was trying to, like, talk while working out. And then I get, like, that would be, yeah, you'd be like
0: sweating and then yeah. you're spitting it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, it is not good. And then you have to deal with like mics and all that sure. as well. So I do voiceover work so I can kind of talk through. And I thought it would make my job easier. It makes my job like
0: a thousand times harder because so then you have to go back and watch your yeah. videos and then then insert yeah. all your voiceover.
1: Yep. So it's a lot, but it's they're good videos. They're mm-hmm. really good videos. So then people can kind of walk through everything and then they I upload them to this members website that I have and they they have a calendar. They know what they need to do each day and then they have the video that they can watch and i put them up the night before so they have some time to watch the video ahead of time particularly if there's like a, something new like there i have a, them doing next week a side lunge with a leg lift and like a press and they're gonna Ooh. need to watch the video about like 10 times there prop- <laughs> yeah <Come> watch <laughs> yeah. it ahead. Of time. but it's a good movement
0: Well, I, I do like how you have it in your gym because I feel like that's like speaks to the at home, like exerciser that doesn't need an actual, you know, personal gym to go to. And I, I think that's very enticing to the average person that's wanting to get into physical activity.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, I could, you know, pay more money and have like a fancy space and, you know, like maybe even higher quality video and all this stuff, but like. This is real life, Mm -hmm. you know, and like I've noticed that people I I have to be careful with my clients that they don't compare themselves to me. Like they they think I'm doing something perfectly, you know, so I try to like bring it down like as not perfect as possible (laughs) so that people can see like this is real life and this is how it really is for me. And Mm -hmm. it's probably similar to like how it really is for you. Don't put me on a pedestal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How long do you like your average workouts to be?
1: Uh, under twenty minutes. Under twenty minutes. Yeah, See, they, that's
0: perfect. Yep,
1: yep. <laughs> I'll, I, they do strength twice a week, um, and so those strength workouts tend to maybe be more like forty minutes mm-hmm. um, if they do them fully. Uh, but they, it's not like those are not generally intense. They're hard, but they're not. You're not like, oh my god, I can't breathe. Sure. Um, so a typical workout I would say is probably like in that fifteen minute range, and week so Sometimes there's 10, sometimes they are 20.
0: And it's like a
1: combination of work and rest. So they, you know, have some time to stop and breathe. And I'm I'm always encouraging them. Like it's it's rest-based training is the strategy. So it's like you need to rest when you need to rest and you know your body. So I want you operating at an intensity level that like from a scale of 1 to 10, I want you about a 7. Well, you can't maintain a 7. So you work at a 7 and when you find yourself like starting to, you know, kind of dog it a little bit, you stop. You take some breaths for maybe it's 10 seconds, maybe it's 30 seconds, and then you jump right back in as intense as you can be. Um, and we cycle back and forth between that so that you can, you know, keep your intensity level up as, as much as possible. And, of oh, yeah. course, at the end, we're always at like a three or four at the end. Everybody oh, sure. Everybody is, you know, but sure. that's kind of the thought process.
0: I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing. She's got. Um, you've got a competition coming up. A Challenge. Yeah, and this probably won't air before that. But will it be something that it will still be available for people? Yeah, all the workouts it? will still be okay. available.
1: Yeah, so I can give you the link that people can you know sure, can sign up after up that. the fact and see see all the the workouts and everything, and then. Yeah, then there'll be an option to join the the actual program and get access to the website and see all the workouts later that I can give people access to.
0: And your website's going to have all your different workouts. You said like there's going to be if you want to do kettlebells, kettlebells today, you can do that. Like you can kind of pick mm-hmm. and choose like an a la carte menu or you can yeah. do like an actual program that you. Yeah.
1: Have. So the challenge will be actually like just this the workouts the 10 workouts that I have um but my actual program for my coaching clients they get like a calendar and it's you know today you're gonna do this workout and tomorrow it's this workout with like links to each of those but then they have access to a whole website that's like they can be like "Eh, I don't really want to do that one today (laughs) I have about 15 minutes let's click on the 15 minutes tab and then it populates every workout it's 15 minutes. And at this point in time, I I used to give people like 20 new workouts a month. That was silly. That's a lot. I no was doing 20 new workouts a month. <laughs> now I give them I give them 10. That's probably still a little much, but um, they there's, there's hundreds. So right now there's oh about a hundred in there. Um, and I'm continuing to add more of like my old
0: stuff as I come. Oh comes. my God. How and, do you come up with, I mean, like that's just, uh, you know, like I think that I know that's probably another whole podcast, me. but I feel like you're kind of like an artist when it comes to, to be able <laughs> yeah. to come up with those kind of those, you know, workouts that make sense and work out the right body parts. Cause you just, there is some rhyme and reason yeah. to that. People don't understand that there's a reason why you put things together right. to work your muscles. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, I it's funny. I'll be like,
1: well, I have this workout and, like, I, I think it's a good one, but, oh, man, they did it back in 2015. <laughs> Jeez, they, I don't want them to remember that. And then I'm like, Oh my, oh gosh. my
0: gosh, ask Heather. me what
1: workout I did three days ago. I don't know. You know, <laughs> like I have no idea. So, but like these workouts are like my children and I know all 300 and however many Wow. That's of them. amazing. Yeah. So, um, I gotta temper that a
0: little bit. <laughs> no, that's, what's good about you because you're always going to keep your clients. You'll they'll never be bored. They
1: will never ever be bored. If they ever, <laughs> they're, if
0: they're ever bored, I'll, I'll find something. <laughs> You know, they'll be it. like, Heather, you need to come up with some more workouts. Yeah. You'll be on it. You'll be on your garage like, yeah, no, but then here we go. <laughs> here we go, ladies. Let's do it. Well, sometimes I think maybe we'll have to do a podcast again and talk about how like your setup is and like what equipment you use. Yeah. And, so I think there's some probably professionals out there that do kind of work out like you do, but would love to do this and help other people too that maybe are out in the world and seeing people doing all the wrong things mm-hmm. when you know all the things and you can help them. So, Maybe talk a little bit about what you do nutrition-wise, just because, you know, I'm a dietitian, and I'm Mm -hmm. considered the nutrition expert, and I know that you've been kind of studying nutrition. What kind of things have you done with your nutrition?
1: Yeah, so my nutrition background comes from Precision Nutrition, um, which is a pretty great nutrition program, in my opinion. Um, But what I do for my clients is I give them dinner recipes on a weekly basis. And so I have three criteria for something to show up in as like something I will pass on to my clients it needs to be simple it needs to be healthy and it needs to be delicious so if it check 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 check, check. <laughs> if it doesn't meet those criteria eh, it's out. you're out <laughs> and so i am not a big like i've said to you before on like here is your meal plan you will eat this for breakfast here are your are you know you here are your macros and here are your um the five foods that kind of fit into mm-hmm. that like boring time teaching you to be dumb again. Yes. Um so <laughs> my client base is more like I just want them to eat at home more and I want them to cook more. Um or, or hire someone to cook, uh, um, whatever. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> not bad. Yeah, yeah. Like homemade food, more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I give them five dinner recipes a week and I give them the prep instructions and the grocery list to make those five foods. So they, they can go to the grocery store, know that they need like these 20 some ingredients and then they come home, there's instructions so they can prep everything in two hours. And then there's the all, like ultimately the recipe for each meal. Cause some people don't want to do Sunday food prep and that's mm-hmm. totally fine. Um, Um, and so they have kind of those options and that's really, that's what I provide in terms of like food or like nutrition. That's what I'm giving you Mm -hmm. done for you type resource. Um, and then we just more talk about like habit change and there's like a a pretty strong education piece to it because there's some things that people just don't know. Like they don't know that they're, if they just buy an average yogurt, it probably has like 25 grams of sugar in Mm -hmm. it, you know? And, And there's this whole mentality of like. What does 25 grams of sugar even mean? You know? And it's like when we can really break it down that it's like, okay, well, one teaspoon of sugar is like four grams. And when you can picture five teaspoons of sugar in your yogurt, all of a sudden you're
0: like, oh hell no. I would need that. I need <laughs> that. You know? And
1: so like I kind of try to try to take things that are confusing and make them, you know, simple. Tangible yeah. to their lives. Yeah. Too. So it yeah. makes sense. And you know, I think that a lot of nutrition out there, nutrition information out there. It's very much like, do this, don't do that, all or nothing. And I'm kind of like, "Mm, how about you try a little less hard? You know, like let's just try to be consistently average. And you might be surprised if you're consistent and you're maybe consistently average where you could be in three months or a year. And so I'm mostly trying to slow people down. You know, Mm -hmm. I had one gal who, she's hasn't done much food prep or food cooking at all this summer. And she was like, I'm going to do it on Sunday. I'm going to take three hours. I'm going to make all this food and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, how about you do two meals? (laughs) Prep two meals. That's it. See how that goes. Because I knew that on Sunday when it rolled around, she was not going to follow through and do three hours worth of food
0: prep. Mm -hmm. It wasn't
1: going to happen. So, but two was doable. So that's what I try to do.
0: Well, and I think that's great because that's kind of like, that's why we get along because yeah. that's so my theory too. Yeah. I mean, we can push so much nutrition information on people's throats. Mm-hmm. But if it's not tangible and it's not realistic, it doesn't matter. Right. So telling someone that's yogurt has five teaspoons of sugar, would you eat that Mm -hmm. separately? Then that's what resonates with people. So
1: Yeah, yeah. I got to break it down and make it simple. And and so much of nutrition is very emotional. Oh, gosh, yeah. Very, very emotional. Ridiculously. so I like to kind of do the group coaching setting where I'm like kind of hitting the nuts and bolts, the basics, talking about habit change. And when somebody really wants to get into like their specific hang ups and things that are getting in their way, that's where I'm like, probably go talk to Anne. you know, because like I wanna talk about vaginas and pelvic floors. You know? <laughs> that's what like, you're more yeah. like right.
0: focused on that. Yeah,
1: like you want to talk about your vagina and your pelvic floor. We could be here all day, you know? <laughs> but like you want to get deep into the emotions of why things are are happening. Cause to truly change your nutrition you probably need to.
0: Sure.
1: Um that it's not that's
0: not as much what I love. Mm-hmm.
1: Um I'm a vagina girl.
0: <laughs> That's good. For everybody that I know, though, it has. If they come with me with those issues, I'm going to send them your way. Yeah, please do. <laughs> please do. Well, I feel like we could talk forever, and I think we'll have to do a part two. I Love to that. do some more, kind of just digging into the more dig the ends of you because you do a lot of different things and I you do. help a lot of different people. And if people have Q and A or questions,
1: like I'd be happy to answer them. Okay. You know, in a little Q and A type type.
0: Yeah, things, and I'll so. put all of your kind of contact information good. and your um, social media contacts as well and because she's awesome you guys if you need some especially for you moms out there she really is targeting towards you and it's a great great way to get some good quality fitness yeah nutrition I, I do swear though so if you're she does. if you haven't noticed which is fine <laughs> i do too but it's okay no one's gonna die over it. Nope. <laughs> well, let's, I'm gonna ask you some fun questions. Oh gosh, um, what is your favorite food? Pizza. Pizza. Do pizza. you have a certain like your own or no. place? Just <laughs> as long as it's on a plate and in your um, mouth. Gusto <laughs> Pizza here, oh.
1: local in the Des Moines area. They're a local pizza place. Um, free shout out for them. Yes. Um I love their pizza. Their their Spartacus is my favorite.
0: That's so, a very good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite drink? water (laughs) coffee coffee she said she her coffee maker broke today she had to get coffee (sighs) don't even get me started about it yeah (laughs) i like
1: wake up and i'm like coffee time and then i go to bed and i'm like i gotta go to sleep soon so i have coffee coffee soon
0: (laughs) you're hilarious i love that what's your favorite smell
1: oh goodness um the volcano candle from capri candles uh, I've never
0: sold this. Oh my this. gosh.
1: They sell it at Anthropology and oh a lot of other goodness. like, you know, boutique type stores and it is a Okay, I'm putting
0: that on my list. Yeah. I'm going to have to write that down right now.
1: Yep, Volcano Candle. It's Capri brand, okay. and it smells incredible. It smells incredible. so good. I actually just bought a new one from Anthropologie because it was on sale for 20% off, and it was $80 because I got this <laughs>
0: huge, ginormous one. It's
1: like this big. It'll burn for like two years. I hope so. Probably not <laughs> the way that I burn it.
0: Do you burn candles oh, all yeah. the time?
1: Yeah. 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 And they I have another scent called Blue Jean. And it smells like blue jeans. Does oh, it really? So good. Yeah.
0: Aw. That'll, like, take you back to, like, senior year in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, For sure. If you had to pick a exercise that everyone should be doing, what would it be?
1: Uh, the one that they want to do.
0: It's <laughs> a good answer. <laughs>
1: because, I mean, they're sure, like... Uh, a burpee's great, honestly. I think it's a great full body exercise. That if you're if you can do it, you should do it. But like really, I just want you to do the thing that you want to do. Um, I if like if spinning, like riding spin bikes was the, that some of the type of exercise that I'm like, I think everyone should be doing that. I would hate my life and I would never (laughs) exercise ever. (laughs) And it wasn't until I found CrossFit that it was like, this was my thing. Right. And it was the thing I wanted to do. So I just think like, whatever your thing is, there's probably going to be like information out there that says it's good and it's bad. Um, or that there's something
0: that's better, but you should just do the thing you want to do. That's perfect. Perfect answer from Heather on that one. (laughs) What brings you joy in life? My kids.
1: They're so naughty. Oh, but the, I love that you say they're
0: so naughty, and that brings me.
1: They're joy. like seeing the world through their eyes, and the things they say, the things a three-year-old says. I mean, there's nothing funnier than that. <laughs> you know, the questions they ask and the things they wonder. Oh
0: man, that's that brings me a lot of joy. Well, today brought me joy. I love always hanging out with Heather. And like I said, I'll put all of her information, go reach out and check her out, check out her stuff and we will have her on again. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Oh, Heather, I think she was just absolutely a great guest. She was a fun one to listen to today. And I am super inspired by her devotion to helping new moms take care of their bodies when they're getting back into fitness. I also think this is a new and emerging area of fitness and health, and I appreciate her interest in basic nutrition and how she is willing to refer clients with more specific needs to register dietitians. These partnerships are very important. Heather is great at what she does, and her Cons for Moms challenge was awesome. Because I am a fur mom, so I am technically a mom, and need to spice up my own routine every once in a while you can still sign up for her challenge and you can find the links in the show notes to get all the workouts. With fall being so close and for all you pumpkin spice, latte, muffins, cake lovers out there, here's an easy snack trick. Take a bag of Jolly Time Healthy Pop kettle corn, pop it in the microwave for less than five minutes and then sprinkle pumpkin spice on it while it's still in the bag and nice and warm. Shake your moneymaker and distribute the spice all over in the bag and you will have a really delicious and real deal cozy and warm snack. Go to jollytime.com for more information and money-saving coupons. annelizabethardy.com is where you can read my latest addition to my weekly wisdom blog. I share my current adventures and food, crazy workout music I'm liking, a really delicious and real deal recipe, or something new that I love. My book is also available for purchase, and you can find all my previous podcasts, show notes, and links to things we talked about during all my conversations with these amazing people. I would also love to connect with you on social media. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Ann Elizabeth RV. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.